ready, John? Oh, I was born ready. <laughs> okay, right. Good evening, Clag fans. <laughs> Unless you are listening to this in the day. Yeah. Or in the middle of the night, if that's your life habit. Anyway, um, <laughs> right, so we're going to be talking about the core today. I'm Nud. Scotty. JP. Um, and we're going to start this story in the year 2003. <laughs> the place, Ainsbury St. Neots. <laughs> in John's old house called Rancho Relaxo. Which, oh, yeah, Rancho yeah, Relaxo. Which he used to share with our mate Dave. And I remember this is my first memory of the core, was John skipping home from work <laughs> with a brochure of this year's hottest films. <laughs> and hottest the, films, yeah, yeah. And the one that he was not ironically the most excited about was a film called The Core, which apparently starred Aaron Eckhart and was about a group of Terranauts. John thought this film was going to be great. It sounded a brilliant cast. Yeah, he generally thought this is going to be good. And I even remember at the time thinking, a film about going to the centre of the earth? You think this is going to be good? But yeah, so that's my first memory. You had this like um, in industry like brochure about the various films from various studios. And I remember you being actually generally excited to watch this film. And I remember thinking, really? Terror knots underground? <laughs> <laughs> like, people going underground to save the earth? <laughs> yeah, anyway. So that's the film. Um, it's directed by a guy called John Mill. What else has he done, exactly, John Mill? Is he known for doing anything else other than this? Oh, we can have a look. But anyway. Film starts off with actually quite um, quite a clever line, in which a guy says it's time to make thirty million dollars, and I looked that up, and that's how much this film made as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, free cognizance. Yeah, yeah. So they got that bang on. But then there's a disaster, isn't there? The guy's watch stops. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just before that, he sees that his watch has stopped, and he's talking to his corporate dickhead friends. And he goes, "Let's go. Make, who's ready to make thirty million dollars?" They go into a board meeting into which he decides to have a sudden heart attack and just flops on the table. And meanwhile, outside, it seems like there's many square yards, but as many people die as well. Yeah. I mean, and it turns out later we'll find out it's pacemakers, so you're not quite sure where... Is it Boston, Massachusetts? Is uh, that what I'm saying? It's quite a cool scene, I would argue. Uh, people, are, people are dying, random people are dying, we yeah. don't know why. We That's not know. a bad way to open a film. Yeah, it, 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 it gets you intrigued, I guess, yeah, and you're like, okay, why is this happening? A little bit happening. Yeah, at least yeah. there's not two girls on a bench now arguing over what page yeah. of the book they're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're at the bit where the girl is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we then basically, so after, when that starts, we're then introduced to hipster professor of. Stuffology, Stuffology. Yeah, as Scott calls him. <laughs> uh, Doctor, uh, is it Josh? I can't Doctor Josh. Doctor yeah. Josh. Josh. Professor Josh Keys. That's it, Joshua yeah. Keys. And he's teaching a class of uninterested kids that playing jazz into bricks doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing that's the science behind yeah, what yeah. he's that doing. Is, that is the science. Yeah. You, you really need to play jazz to an appreciative audience at a yeah. jazz club yeah. Yeah. rather than playing it to bricks. Bricks and when you play jazz at stuff. Yeah. Being a stuff But the, the general gist we get here is that he's a nice, likeable dude. He's one of the... He's down with the kids. He's, made, he's, yeah, he's trying to make his lessons mm. interesting, isn't he? Yeah. Jazz, yeah. bricks. Who yeah. doesn't love those? Yeah. yeah, jazz, bricks. You don't understand. <laughs> um, then, so that's what he's trying to show. Anyway, meanwhile, um, a couple of goons from the FBI come in 
and they ask him if he's Joshua Keyes, and he quite rightly asks, who's asking? And he goes, yes or no? Uh, the first one. The United States fucking government. <laughs> <laughs> so they take him, and he's got a jet, apparently, so they, off he goes on his jet, and they take him to Boston, where the he then... Yeah, the court farm. <laughs> where um, basically, um, they, he gets partnered up with his stereotypically French mate Serge yeah who's happened to be there be- like beating the shit out of he's like a weapons weapons expert yeah sure nuclear weapons expert each other. yeah mm. and Serge at, that, at this point is also beating the shit out of some product placement I think a Pepsi machine yeah yeah, yeah. so um, and they want to know how did them then die then yeah how did because them then the die FBI don't know how them then died then but Bill and Ted's dad wants to know that's how right General Purcell turns up yeah and he says We've got a bunch of bodies here, and I need to know why. Joshua Keys, he looks around, looking a bit confused, and in about 10 seconds flat goes, pacemakers. And, he, and they're like, Amazing. well, your, your reputation beats you. How did you work? I didn't know that? Well, we're the clues, me and my mate Serge here, because blah, blah, yeah, yeah it's why. Yeah. Cross the X's and underscore the Y's, and you'll come to the, uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Turns out he's right. They've all got pacemakers and they all died. He just wanted to know, was this a weapon? No, it couldn't be. There's nothing we make that does this. Okay. Well, that's all we need to know. There's no problem Thanks. here. There's no, no, problem. there's no film here. No problem the here. The film yeah. is over. No plot here for us to follow. Yeah. Off you go. Anyway, so they're all, they're all gone. Meanwhile, in London, some shit's going sideways. Oh, no. All right. Okay. No. Shit has gone sideways. Is it a birdemic? It, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a better birdemic than the whole other film. Um, this is a scene in Trafalgar Square. We have to have an American couple, yeah. family, run around London. Because it has, it does, English people being, in pre- being jeopardy it's, isn't it's jeopardy. Not, it's that's not, not real. No, no, English people putting American people in jeopardy, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is all these birds fly around Trafalgar Square. Well, no, that's not entirely accurate. Some of them fly, and some of them, I feel, are thrown <laughs> yeah. by people off camera launched from some kind of like pneumatic apparatus <laughs> some sort of pigeon throwing device <laughs> they smash through windows they smash through buildings um, a bus topples over somehow <laughs> by the power yeah. of pigeons yeah. I, I love, taxis I, crash I fucking love the bus bit it's like the guy, the guy gets attacked by a bird and he's like oh I'll tell you what maybe I'll just gradually slow this 30 ton bit of yeah. driving down. No, what happens before is then he goes, Come on, blow me, Governor! And then he apples and pears. And even the taxi driver who's dodging traffic he goes, Get out of the bloody way! Truth, like, call blow me! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also very old taxi and a very old double decker bus as well. Chim chimney, chimney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what, p- businessmen in bowler hats are diving out of the way. Lord, with umbrellas. Yeah. I say. I say. This is weird news. Mm. Joshua's not happy about it. So what he does, he decides to strong arm two of his FB, um, two of his PhD people into doing some l- research into migratory patterns. <laughs> Just- just look at stuff. Yeah. Anything that's happened yeah. over the last two millennia. That's right, yeah. I'll Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to see some, we need some more evidence. Look at the pathologists, remember? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he says that he'll basically, he, and if they do this for him, he's going to sign off PhDs left, right, and centre yeah. without even them having to do any work, really. <laughs> so that's happening in London. Joshua's not happy about it. Meanwhile, in space, Hillary Swank's kicking shit off. 
She's decided to land a space shuttle. She decided. What happens to the shuttle? Why does it go to... So they're going halfway down. Bruce Bruce Greenwood is um is the captain, isn't he? He's the yeah, he's the guy JFK. He's um he's the captain. They decide to land the. They've got to land the shuttle, and halfway down because of guess magnetic fields. They um, lose contact with um, Houston. The space shuttle's pacemaker gets all fucked up. That's right, yeah. And um, yeah. Pace, their pa- all their pacemakers die. And, <laughs> no, um, and then they, when they come back into orbit, they're like 400 miles east. In the wrong east. place, yeah. yeah. What? What are we going to do? What, the Dickens? Um, so as they're gliding forever in, in this like, 100 <laughs> ton... Yeah, <laughs> like, a machine that's got the aerodynamics of a brick. <laughs> yeah, they're gliding it over <laughs> LA. Yeah. Hillary Swank decides to get out a map, like a compass. She's working shit out. She's doing some equations, and she works out they can land in LA River. Look, I've just drawn Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, look, spirograph. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, she's, um, she decides that they can land this shit in LA, um, LA River. They managed to do it after some really ropey CGI as well, where it lands in like shallow water and skids along. <laughs> they dodge a few bridge um, struts and stuff like that. Um, and then they just manage to stop the nose before this grind worker, um, the guy working yeah, there. Yeah, the guy with the earmuffs on. Yeah. And another trope that John said he hates. And oh, man, that was terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's got an earmuffs on. a space shuttle crashing. Yeah. But he's got ear blockers on. And he's using, like you say, a metal grinder. But still, that's a... He wouldn't have noticed shuttle. all his mates. Or one of his yeah. mates wouldn't have grabbed him on the shoulder and yeah. said... Anyway, yeah. But the landing gear's gone. That's a space shuttle literally scraping yeah. its way down the, you know, the LA canal. You'd probably canals, fall off of the scaffold from vibration. It. Yeah, you'd feel it before you heard it, probably. So, so that, yeah, so um, they managed to crash land the space shuttle. And I'll tell you what, though, just to say, if you're having trouble with all the physics of this, <laughs> yeah. this early in the movie, yeah. this could be the longest fucking podcast yeah. we have ever done. <laughs> So just buckle in, people. Yeah, that's all because I'm saying. the physics of this film is yeah. a good fact about this film. We'll come to right at the end. Josh tries to convince Elvis Presley of science that there's something wrong. Oh yeah. So he goes to this guy. His name's um, uh, Zimsky, <laughs> Professor Doctor yeah. Doctor Zimsky. Yeah. Played by Stanley. Stanley Hair yeah. Tucci. Tucci. Yeah, Tucci. And he seems to be. The rock and roll master. He's surrounded. Yeah. Wherever he goes, he's he got is, a crowd around he's, he's like the Madonna. He's like Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, yeah. He comes walking century. out of he comes walking out of some seminar. He's surrounded by paparazzi. He's surrounded by fans. Yeah. He takes a lady's phone number. He's suave. He's got a big net. He's got a big scarf. You know this guy. He's got a big scarf. He's got a big scarf. An outrageous wig. Big scarf. Yeah. And yeah. he gets approached by Joshua Keyes, who's written this um, hypothesis, and he tries to hand it to him, and he signs it, thinking yeah. that he's asking for an autograph. He goes, no, I need you to read it. What's it about? The end of the world. Now, my problem with that bit is that if some guy just randomly came up to someone who's apparently a famous professor, yeah. you know, like Brian Cox or someone like that, and they handed him a bit of paper and went, this is about the end of the world, they would probably go, you're a fucking nutcase. They, or they read... would go, security! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll get someone else to read it, and then they can hand it to me if they've vetted through it for facts. Yeah. But anyway, he managed to get him to read it. He says they can't be right. There's something mm. else that wasn't read and vetted for facts involved in the production of this film, wasn't there? Uh, the script. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's true. 
So they talk about the end of the world, and then he, he sends off Joshua Keys after he's read it, and he, he pulls out, um, he's got a cabinet full of stuff, and in there he opens, he's got a little uh, keypad, opens that up, and he's got some special files in there. He pulls one out that actually has Top Secret written on it, Project Destiny. Oh. Yeah. But that's probably not important. No. Anyway. Park that, park that for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would. The CIA turn up again after Joshua was pissed up with his mate Serge who were laughing about Zimsky and they know the world's going to end because they see some Aurora Borealis outside the, the White House or something like that. Yeah. Um, after Hillary Swank basically gets told your your career's over because you crash landed the space shuttle. So they see the Aurora Borealis above Washington and they say that's it. The CIA grab him again they say we need you to come talk to us and then they, that's where we have our big scene. This is... This is you can stop watching a film after this scene, I think, and be perfectly happy yeah. that you know how the rest of the film is going to play yeah. out uh, from a scientific perspective. And, and at this point, it's not spoiled, so yeah, you, you can you can ignore the rest of the film, <laughs> skip it at the end. Yeah, last yeah. five minutes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so this is the this is our um, this is like the uh, the bit of the Lord of the Rings. What's the where they've got the the, the, the uh, where they have the big meeting? So yeah, they all the, discuss. They yeah. talk about how they're going to. Deal with the ring, but in this case, how do we get to the center of the earth? How do we get to the center of the earth? Because well, it's a, it's two thousand miles deep. Yeah. Now hang on a minute. Before oh. we talk about that, let's talk <laughs> yeah. about what the issue is. Yeah. So what is caused the electromagnetic thing and the burning well, thing and all yeah, these things? Yeah. And you've also got to explain it to people. A, who are military guys. Yeah. Might not have a scientific background. Uh-huh. But B, more importantly. A stupid kids in the audience yeah. who can only understand science when fruit are set on fire. Yeah, that's right. Because he he gets a peach, he cuts it open, he says that bit in the middle is the um, centre is the centre core, pure iron, and then there's this meaty bit in the middle that's like yeah. the inner the outer core, and that's two thousand miles deep or something. Yeah. And then there's the crust. Uh, no, crust is two thousand miles deep or something. I can't remember which yada, bit. Is yada, yada. The crust is thirty miles thick. The mantle's. 2,000 miles thick or something, and yeah. then you've got the inner and outer core. The core stopped spinning. Yeah. yeah. This, this engine has stopped This spinning. engine has seized. Physics 101, uh, a, a hot mass of molten iron spinning rapidly creates an electromagnetic field. That's right. Yeah. But this engine has stalled. Mm. <laughs> As yeah. he says. Because why? Good question. Well, we don't know, even though two of the characters, the general and Dr. Zimski, give a fun, each other a funny, weird look. Yeah. So this, but that's probably nothing. Yeah. Probably got nothing to do anything, yeah. I would have thought. So they explain that basically, was it like six months from now, all electronics are going to die out and we'll be sent back to the Stone Age mm. or something like that. Although for the next few months, we're going to see super storms. Yeah. Where, so yeah. super storms with, you know, things are, storms are going to obliterate entire cities. Quite like possible. Or at least Rome. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite yeah. possible. 40 minutes time. Yeah. Or landmarks. Year old specifically yeah. landmarks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and they explain that this is going to happen first, and then sometime after that, all electronics are going to fry because of EMP stuff, mm. which you always get in every film with science in it. And then yeah. a year from now, uh, pretty much we're back in the Stone Age, or at least how everybody puts it. And then we're dead. Yeah, and then two years from now, this happens. Because and he goes, Dr. Zimsky, do you want to give me a hand? Then you get some can of air fresh. So hang on, this is the thing. He has to get Dr. Zimsky to come out, yeah. hold the peach on a fork, <laughs> so he can use a can of air freshener to set the peach on fire. Yeah. 
And this is how so, scientists yeah, yeah. describe the principles of science yeah. to the military, so, to chiefs of staff for the yeah, White House. Yeah. So here's here's the peach, which is the Earth, and this fork is the stuff that's keeping the Earth up. And <laughs> this can is the sun, and this lighter is like, I don't know, more sun. And so, it's like, ah. So what you're saying is our sun's been replaced by, by a, a giant can of air freshener. Yeah, oh, no, something okay. like that. Yeah, and know. a lighter. Because yeah. yeah. it was just air freshener, it just keeps and, and, fresh. And not everyone, likes, not everyone likes peaches, so who gives a fuck if it's going to burn all the peaches? I don't know. No, I don't think you understood what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> right. There'll still be other fruit, right? <laughs> There'll still be bananas, right? Because I love me bananas. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's how they explain it. And then he, he glibly says something along the lines of, feel free to throw up, I know I did. And everyone's sitting there. Yeah. Goes, so how do we fix this, is what the general says. We can't. Well, if we can get someone into space, we can't. The space is empty. Space is easy, it's, it's empty. empty. Yeah, we can get, we're yeah. talking about thousands of pounds of pressure per square yeah, yeah. inch. And the crust is this deep, and it's two, we've only been seven miles down, so, and it's millions of tons of pressure, so and it's impossible. It. it is impossible. We cannot we get cannot there. We it. cannot get there. Ah, And then Stanley says... But what if we could? Ah, ah, well, okay, well, forget well, we'll all that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 well, start with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. start with that. Instead of having me ruin a perfectly good peach. There are a few children in Africa that yeah. would have killed for this peach. Yeah. You could have done that whole thing. You could have gone, of course, stop spending, we need to get down there, and I think I know how. Yeah, yeah. Move to the next scene. Yeah. Not, not, not only do I think I know how, I think I know why it might have stopped in the first place. <laughs> yeah. No, he can't say that because he might be to blame. Yeah. <laughs> but there's only one man who can save them. Who, one man who might have the tech to fix this, and that's Delroy Lindo. Mm. So that's where they go. And how does Stanley Tucci know Delroy Lindo? What do you mean? But they're, they're, <laughs> what? Because he stole his stuff. Yeah, 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 there he goes. Yeah, 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 he stole his stuff. So theories. he knows that Delroy is going to have his solution because he's already nicked it. Yeah, because he's took these <laughs> principles for some other thing they made years back, and now these two don't <laughs> like each other. In blah, blah, backstory, blah, yeah, blah, 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 rivalry. Doesn't um, really matter, blah, blah. We already established that he's a dick, now he's just got more reason than yeah. me, so, you know, he, he nicks stuff from people. Yeah. They go out to the desert, I think it's Navarre's Desert or somewhere like that, and they go and talk to him, and he's basically like a hobo science man. You know, he's the... A hobo science... This is, there's some outrageous mad shit in this film. Yeah. First of all, there's some mad overacting by people like Stanley and yeah. Delroy. It's just like the director just not reined them in at all. That's right. But they are they are ridiculous caricature types, aren't they? That's right. Like yeah. Stanley is rock and roll buckaroo banzai, yeah. and Delroy Lindo is the is the twitchy hobo. You know, get off my land. I'm a twitchy yeah. scientist, mad type. Yeah, he's like the um, Tesla Nikolai Tesla of the group. He's the downtrodden. <laughs> Like unsuccessful one, even though he's the one with all the good ideas. Even though he's the only one yeah. who's invented stuff. He's yeah. the only one who's done anything. We've got he's... a fucking teacher from a school, yeah. and we've got rock and roll dickhead who no one likes. Yeah, yeah. So um, he says, he says, okay, so I've got these two inventions I've made. The first one is this mega ray gun, like you know, again, using the Star Trek's principle where you explain science through, you know, like yeah. when you get your stones in your, your but, kidney stone blasted with ultrasonics. Yeah, and he, um, that's how he explains it. But in this in this instance, he demonstrates his his um, his scientific invention by blasting a hole through a a, a like a, a hill or something. Yeah. Why why couldn't he have just done it with like a block of cheese and a corkscrew? 
Imagine this is like a brick wall and this is my laser thing. And What they should have done is they should have cut to a long shot of the countryside with loads and loads of holes in it. Yeah, because you know you've got that. You must have done it more than once. Yeah, it can't be the first time he's done it. There's gonna be fucking massive potholes all over that. <laughs> so that's one thing he's made. So they're like, wow, you've made a really good. So means not only has he made something that displaces ground, yeah, which is exactly what they need. Wow, he's created what else? He's made this. Um, Uber very metal. small shoebox sized bit of stuff yeah he made this like, like uber metal that doesn't exist that's right yeah that, that the ground thing doesn't work on so yes yeah. so therefore yeah you could get in the metal yeah and we can make a ship out of metal it can withstand vast amounts of pressure yeah he says how it's convenient that the two things that they need Exactly. He's invented both. He's done of them. both. Yeah. I've got right here. If only, I don't know what we would use this stuff for, but I've got something that can go yeah. through ground, and I've got something that could survive underground. Yeah. Underground. All the pressure underground. Mm. I, but, you know, I don't. I can't I think of an application think, for it. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to do with it. I was thinking maybe at some point we could go to the centre of the Earth. There's no real reason to do that. Yeah, and he also says that the alloy, the hotter and more pressure it gets, the stronger it gets. Yeah, it's again, so right. it's the most ultra convenient. Plot yeah. device. It basically, it's called it does. bullshitania. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they, they, they it's, it's, called, it's called it's called that's convenientanium. Yeah. <laughs> and then they so he says so this I've got this stuff. He goes oh so I've got some theories and I think in, in five years time I'll get a painting and, and then all this and over ten years I'll be able to build a prototype. What would it take to get it built in three months? The, the um, general says and he goes oh, for fifty billion dollars and he goes. Will you take a check? And yeah. I fucking hate these glib... In a scene not unlike one that would have been in Bird Dead. I was going to say exactly the same like a scene out of Bird Dead. Oh, Actually, um, um, uh, $50 billion. $50 billion? Dollars? Okay, Here you go. Yeah. And... <laughs> and stop anything. Yeah, and 20 million more. I was like... Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's a soldier invention for $50 million. But yeah, it's, it's just one of these tropes, isn't it? We're right at the end of the scene. They just punctuate it with a gag or a punchline. And I hate that sort of shit. Yeah. Especially when you're supposed to be piling on the drama that the world is about to end. Would these characters be that glib and just, you know, wry about it? Or it's just, I don't know. Just, well, like, those sorts of lines just piss me off. Well, it's about to end in a year. <laughs> yeah. So they've got some yeah. time to be glib. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But they've only got, actually, what, a few months before Technology's Friday? So they've mm. got to get it. They've got to get it yeah. done in a montage. Otherwise, got... we're never going to get where we're going. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. So they, before they get to the montage bit, you skipped them hiring someone else in their team. Oh, no. The I worst did one. My mind skipped this. The one that, I wanted yeah. to skip this guy one from of, the film entirely. Yeah. One of the worst aspects of the film, mm. DJ Quails, as is Rat. Is it? What is it? Is it Quails or Quails or Quails? Or whatever. Terrible actor. Yeah, terrible. Terrible in this film. Yeah. Horrible. He was in something from the early 20s, 2000s. From the early 20s. Road Trip, was it? No. Yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Road Trip, something he, like that. He'd yeah. make a great scarecrow in a Batman film. But <laughs> Would he? No, yeah. he would. Yeah, because he's uh, just uh, like bony. He would make a good scarecrow. <laughs> um, so DJ Quails, Quails, whatever his name is, plays Rat. An uber hacker, the P- hacker. Play, is he rat? Plays a rat. He, he looks like one. Right. Um, um, we see our first introduction to him is him doing some ultra hack 
movie bullshit hacking where yeah. he's got a room full of monitors like he needs them all and he's got lots of like anti-corporate stuff and posters and he listens to grunge music and he, he always all these tropes you get for hackers in films which just drives me mad and he and they always use some kind of computer os that doesn't actually exist mm. it's just a bunch of windows with data scrolling through it and yeah you know and all um, that old shit you know and I mean, he's a sweaty shit. hacker isn't he <clears throat> yeah nerdy sweaty to hacker. show um that some tension yeah, the hacking has some degree of tension. He will be a sweaty hacker. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, they get him involved, and then they get they get to do like a For kind the of weakest reason. Yeah, they need him to hack the planet, which I fucking hate as a phrase as well. Yeah. They they sit him down, and it's like they're interrogating him. But I don't understand why they've still got Joshua Keys with them at this point. Why is he involved? I don't. Why know. is he involved? He's not bringing anything to the table. He he's just a he's an average meteorologist who knows some stuff about rocks. Um, I don't really know why he's involved. If, if this Robert Zimsky guy is supposed to be that fucking good a scientist, why is he not running things? I don't know, but this DJ Qualls yeah. subplot is a dumb subplot. And they've got them all there. They've got all of our players there. We've got, I don't know if Delroy Lindo's there, but we've got the general guy, we've got general, we've got Keys there, Joshua's still there. We've got Serge in the background still, and we've got Zimsky. They're all there. I don't know why they're involved in employing yeah. or interrogating. Yeah. You know, in a very much like a Black Ops style yeah, interrogation. I'll see your point. It's like Josh and Serge. Thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. Yeah. Now, I can kind of get Serge being there. He's supposed to be a weapons specialist. Mm. So if they really need someone to control the nuke bit, fair enough. You're probably there to advise. Yeah. Okay. Delroy Lindo, really, as far as I'm concerned, is running things because he's the guy who fucking invented the shit. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Anyway, Rat's there, and then they say, right, so Rat's arrogantly saying, well, I, I am smarter than everyone in this room. You know, I don't care if you have any PhDs you've got. I, I can... couldn't think as slow as you if I tried. Do, do you know who I am? You, you. <laughs> Why? Why you? And then there's a really shit bit where he tries to show his awesome power by nicking Josh's phone, getting some fucking <laughs> bubblegum wrapper, blowing it down like a harpsichord into the thing, like making whale noises. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then dials a few random numbers and then he arrogantly says, you've now got three international calls for life. Oh, it's <laughs> so terrible. It's just like, what? what? Is what? This? For a year, depending on when the planet ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't know that yet, does he? Probably oh, no, still. Yeah. And it, yeah, so he's going to assume that's yeah. hardly what the meat did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he's, he's dishing out three phone calls for life. Like, he's a fucking phone network or something. And he's apparently showing off that he's very good at hacking the planet, as he puts it. So that's what's going to... And he says, what does he come up with? That he's, well, he's, well, why are they employing him? Because they want to keep the news about this. Well, they don't want the world the to web. be... If, 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 people, if someone leaks this and it gets found out, there'll be mass panic. There will be riots. There'll be suicides. There'll be, you know, you know, society will collapse and we can't have that. We need people to stay calm and collected. And keep so, buying. Yeah, and keep <laughs> buying stuff, yeah. I don't get that whole thing at all. No. I don't know why they need like, it. Apparently it's the, like the combined government security agencies don't have anyone who... Can do what he does. Yeah. But let's let's fake it. Fake facts. They found him. Yeah. <laughs> How good can he be? Yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody can find him. So surely that guy and should he, be. And they, <laughs> they even tell him his list of offences. So they say he's on his third strike. Yeah. So he's been found he's before. Been caught twice. Yeah, so he's, he's shit. The guy's just shit, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's no real need for him to be there. I can understand their motives for why they want someone like that in. 
mm. the plot they or their justification for what they want it for, but whatever. Meanwhile, Hillary Swank's been employed by with Bruce Greenwood to pilot their new ship. And they, they get they go to their committee, they're hearing, don't they, about their hitch space shuttle stuff. And they say they say, even though it crashed, technically you saved everyone, blah blah blah. We need you to go off into this uber secret place. Mm-hmm. So they send them off. And what I this is where we get our montage. He briefs them, he briefs the world or the world leaders, Josh does, about what they've got to do. This school teacher. Yeah. The school teacher is now the head, the head of the project. Now the head of the project. And I, I, again, really, like I said, looking at the like scientists the they've got in play, guy. they've got four scientists in this. Serge, Josh. So to, yeah, so to me, this was very much a case of we are making up the numbers because we're going to bump them all off one by one. Yeah. There's too many people going on this mission. Yeah. Almost just to make up the numbers. So at this stage, you look at them and you go, I know they're going to die, and all I've got to really think about is what order they're going to go in, because you don't need this many of them otherwise. Yeah, that's right. So it really just signposts every stage of this film, it signposts, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. There's no it really surprises. There's no surprises. You really do know as soon as Who's they... going to go first? Yeah. You've got a fucking pilot and a co-pilot, so do the math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the co-pilot so far is the only one that's actually demonstrated yeah. any sort And the of... co-pilot's got top billing. So, yeah. you're pretty... <laughs> so you do the math. Yeah. Who's going first? One of them... Take one your them... evidence and run the numbers. One, one of, of them is Hilary Swank and the other is Bruce Greenwood. I was going to say, one of, one of them is the next karate kid and the other one's Bruce Greenwood. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and we get the montage during Josh's briefing to the world that what, what they're doing and what they're building. This is where we get them building the stuff. We get them training how to fly the ship and all that sort of stuff and this is where we get the bit where we get several montages we get little bits and nuggets of information we get a brief bit which really wound me up where you see you see, surprising you see rat talking about his system he's setting up to block anything that's goes yes i've got this really intricate search engine now that basically will search out certain keywords and then erase them from the from the from the thing and he calls it his kung fu my kung fu is strong oh, yeah, my kung, yeah. and that fucking thing he keeps saying all the time yeah and he also says that he, and this is this little thing that i again is his tropes his his big bit of software he's made is called a virus bot right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shittest name no it's the generic name but yeah the whole he's so he's basically made a bit of software that finds things and deletes them so that's apparently his, his major bit of software so if someone follows oh Superstorms in Rome just deletes all that and doesn't go into the news. Right. So he's telling me that if Italian news on their website yeah. goes, look at what he's doing right now, his, his stuff just goes delete, and then yeah. they'll go, hang on, yeah. hang on. So there's a superstorm there. There's another one hours later in San Francisco. And in the meantime, anyone who searches that, they don't find it. Like, oh, and, in, oh. and in the meantime, there's a city full of survivors who are waiting for someone to come and help them. And <laughs> yeah. But someone's going, we need help on here. Yeah. We need help in here in Rome. <laughs> there's <been> a superstorm. <laughs> <whack. laughs> it's, like, it's, it's just the most basic plan. Yeah. <laughs> there's another little bit with uh, character development between Hilary Swank and Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually know her character's real name. We're just going to call her Hilary Swank. Um, <laughs> where he's setting up his X-ray um, camera system that he's made. Where you see a vase through thirty inches of lead, yeah. and um, and then apparently in the background, engineers can just walk through it without getting cancer and dying, <laughs> like having all their hair fall out instantly. So this is the device that is basically going to allow the film to use really poor CGI to yeah. represent 
travelling through the earth. Yeah, that's it? right. And I mean, it's really bad. No. Really and this, bad. I think at this point, what the film's justification for him being there is that because he knows a lot about Sonics, that he's there to make the navigation system. That's his deal. Yeah. That's what he's there to bring. That's why they've put him in charge. Because he can do the navigation. But I still like it, whatever. Who's the, the one bit? So when... Um, Delroy is explaining uh, about the basic design of the ship. When they say about it's, it's segmented, the That's ship's right. in segments. <laughs> and it says that, that if if a compartment gets damaged, it can be ejected. Yeah, uh, because if a segment gets damaged, it jeopardises the integrity yeah. of the entire hull. Yeah, a hell. B, what happens if the middle segment gets damaged? We were talking about yeah. this earlier before we recorded this. I said to Scott, what happens if the front, if the front part gets damaged? <laughs> what happens there? Do they bundle into the pantry section yeah, and then fly the ship from there? They're all, they're all, they're all end up sitting on the one lavatory that they've got. So <laughs> fly around this tiny little box. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. It's total bullshit. Yeah. It will be, it's foreshadowing a total bullshit scene. It's like a ship that. that is genuinely designed as a way of killing people off one at yeah, a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally what it is for. Yeah. It is there for the for the purposes of the script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it has no it makes no sense in the real world at all. That's right, yeah. Henry Swank fiddles around with his new X-ray vision stuff and makes it better because she apparently is has the knowledge to do that. I don't know she how knows, that doesn't make a lot of sense. She knows how to land a spaceship. Later on, they're all going to have dinner together and they see a megastorm. Okay, and during this, um, Hilary Swank decides that she needs to put in extra hours for training and she crashes the thing again, the simulator. Mm. And this is where Bruce Greenwood gives her his I'm gonna die in this film later, so you need to be you need <laughs> to know about <laughs> you need to know about leadership. Yeah. yeah. And you know why you're not good at leaders? Because you've never faced uh, failure never yet. Lost yeah, you've never, never lost. lost. And he gives her that old bit, you know, the whole, you know, basically, I'm going to snuff it, you're going to need to take mm. charge. And, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's all this foreshadowing, it's for stuff, you yeah. don't even, didn't even need this speech, I know you're going to die. Mm. Yeah, it's just, it's easy to work out, isn't it, really? Meanwhile, Rome's exploding. This happens, where Rat goes, <laughs> Rat very flat, he says, uh-oh, Rome is not looking good. And then there's a superstorm, which again sort of attracts itself to giant stone structures like the yeah. Colosseum. Yeah, the, all those things that are let, you know readily attract electricity. Yeah, yeah. stone, <laughs> stone. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a big uber storm. Mm-hmm. There are, let's face it, though, only three places in outside of the US yeah. that can be attacked by aliens or natural disasters. Uh, there's only London, Paris, and Rome. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's nowhere else. Yeah. It's so Rome explodes. No, well not Rome explodes. The Colosseum yeah. goes up, and again, it's, I don't know what quite know happens to the Colosseum. Beams of light shoot out through the windows of it, and then <laughs> right. the whole thing yeah. just goes up like like it's made out of TNT. Are you not entertained? And also, there's very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's and there's also um, there's also a very stereotypical Italian cafe where. Italians are watching football and drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going on as well. Um, so the Terranauts decide they need to launch a ship now. Um, the general says that because of Rome and all this stuff, they need to... Let's do it. They need to hide it. it. Mm. So they get in their ship. We um, And then they decide... That when they launch, They launch it from an oil rig in the middle of the Pacific. And they're going down through some very ropey CGI. This is the beginning of what just turns out to be continual... See rope the ropiest CGI yeah. in a big budget film, I think, in in recent memory, I would say. Mm. 
you know, we talked about stuff like Bird Demi, but that had no budget. You talk about stuff like Sharknado, and that was a to TV film. Mm. But when you're talking about big budget films, this has got some really very ropey effects. And it's going to keep going down, isn't it? This film? It does, it's yeah. It's going to yeah. keep going down and mm-hmm. going down. The Terranauts, as they're going through the ocean, there's some whales. It's weird. They're, they're singing to the ship. What's going on there? Oh, it's probably nothing. They decide for some reason, I'm not quite sure why, they fire their lasers the very last second before they hit the um, bedrock. Um, they, and it works! Lucky. It fires up. And then we're in the core, and then it's a, it acts like a big... Um, Oh, and isn't there, is there at this point, is this the start of the counter that they do, like, they have, like, a 45 hours in, you know, they go, oh, the Chiron that says, like, how long they've been underground. Oh, which yeah. is just, I mean, if if it, if they had, if, the thing is, getting down to the core is going to take a while. Yeah. So, if there was an, an urgency about, well, we've been told the world's got a year yeah. before it's all destroyed anyway. So, although there's little na- disasters happening in Rome and stuff, there's no real sense of urgency, really. No, it's so, desperate. So, the, but, but, the, but the thing, the fact there's a counter, but it's counting in, it's like, oh, 40 hours, oh, 167 hours in. None of that works <laughs> for me at all. It doesn't really mean anything. No, all it is is just giving you... mean anything. <laughs> just, all it is is just generally giving you linear chronology of what's happening. Yeah. You know, well, uh, well, what we didn't say is what their plan is to actually start the core again, did we? Oh, yeah, so they've got a yeah. plan where they're going to launch one of the... Is it the back section, last section of the ship yeah, with all the bombs so. on it? Yeah. Basically, whack that out. Loads of bombs in one Wait spot. a minute, that's a good point we're talking about this now, the logistics of what they're actually going to do. Yeah. They're going to... But the back section comes off at a certain point coming up. Yeah. So where were the bombs kept? Look... Anyway, <laughs> I've just started to work this out now. Like, yeah, I don't know where yeah. the bombs were kept because they couldn't have been there. Anyway, mm. their plan is they're going to go into the core, they're going to go to a certain spot in the middle. One one massive great big lot of bombs. That's right, yeah, spot. like five warheads. Yeah. And they're going to set it off and then that's going to just start it all off again and keep the, the flow of the lava going again. Yeah, if the Earth's core is exactly the same consistency that Stanley Tucci thinks it is. Yeah. If. But the core could be made of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. Um, so they get there. Yeah, so they're, they're going through. The, they're, they're now travelling, basically, through um, the world as such. I mean, that just, just sounds shit when you say Do you think it. the effects guys read that and that thought that's what they had to do? The core's made of cheese. <laughs> right, we need to do cheese, guys. <laughs> it does look like melted it cheese. It looks exactly <laughs> like melted cheese. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they, they're, they're travelling through and they're watching their shitty radar thing which shows, you know, different kinds of materials that they're going through and rock. All this sort of stuff. And then they... I can't remember what they're doing. They're, they're fucking around with their, their stuff. They're, they're measuring their... Mm-hmm. They make sure all their warheads are still Science. radioactive and they're, they're watching their meters and they're checking their things. dials. And then Hillary Swank's there with Zimski and, he, and she says, well... I know black diamond or stuff we can't go through, but what does static mean? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, there's nothing there. <laughs> and so instead of like turning, they just keep going forward. I'm not quite, you know, and so they say they've got to brace themselves and they all come running back in. They bolt themselves back into their chairs. Yeah. And, um, and then it turns out there's this giant cave underground. 
uh, made out of some, I think, well, they, they used to say it's made out of cobalt, they used to recommend. They yeah, used to put a crystal on it, I can't remember what. Yeah, anyway, they go through that and they crash land. And it's a big, huge, like, gem place, isn't it? Gem cave that they're in. Yeah. But they realised that they've got, when they stopped, when they crash landed, there's this, one of these, like, spears of gem is stuck in their fucking laser engine or whatever I mean yeah. I'm just I'm trying yeah, yeah. to say this stuff without yeah. just sort of stopping and realising it's all fucking nonsense <laughs> when you actually sit there and try and say it out loud you realise what the they've fuck are they doing yeah. yeah they've got a gem stuck in their they've got their yeah. gem stuck in there and the only way to get the gem out is to get out yeah and take it out manually the problem is in this <clears throat> yeah if they do that they've got to call the shaft and they've got to, they've got to do that by me? getting rid of some coolant to yes. so they can go outside. Oh uh, yeah. Even though they've got these um, suits they wear, yeah, which apparently can take press heat yeah. of up to four and a half thousand degrees or something. They say, yeah. But and, quite and sure how Yeah, I just don't. Whatever. I'm not even sure how they can get out of the ship after yeah, all the but garbage you know, they yeah, gave yeah. us about yeah. not being able to yeah. do anything. Yeah, but they managed to get out of the ship, and they have to use a. Cut, uh, like a heat cutter to cut through one of these things. Surely the inside of this place must yeah. be fucking roasting. Yeah, it must be hotter than It's surrounded by. Oh, no, no, you're not in lava yet, are they, though? But it's still going to be fucking hot down here. Yeah, you're, it's an empty void there, isn't it? Just filled with crystals. But still, yeah, going to be. Yeah. So they're in there, but then as they're cutting through it, they realise that some lava's flowing in from up top. They've pierced the inside of this cave. So they must be surrounded by lava at yeah. this point because um, it's, it's stuff's pouring in. So yeah, it's going to be fucking roasting in there. <laughs> like, absolutely <laughs> roasting. Uh, so they have to use a cutter because apparently that's even hotter. And they cut through that um, this gem. And they manage... And whilst they're doing that, they realise that all this lava's coming in. They've got to get back inside. So you've got that. Josh is helping. Delroy Lindo's cutting it. And then you've got um, Bruce Greenwood out there who's... Keep waiting just, to just, die. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just waiting he's, to he's die. He's supervising. He's just sort he's, of, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm here overseeing yeah. it, you know. That's, that's whatever. Doing. Carry on doing yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Carry on, carry on. Carry anyway, on. they're running out of oxygen on the cutter. I'm not sure where the oxygen, where the oxygen was on there. Science! Anyway, yeah. uh, anyway, so Josh decides to use his air supply in some, you know, he martyrs himself, yeah. doesn't he? And he, he puts that in there, so it doesn't kill him. It gives him the air, and they manage to, he manages to break it, doesn't he, in the last yeah. minute. And they go, yeah, we make it all pile back in, except for group Bruce Greenwood. He stands to look, yeah. examine the scene for yeah. a moment. Yeah, he just comes and takes in the scenery. He literally stands literally probably two inches from this massive lake of lava. <laughs> Why, I mean, you know, just, he's just been, you know, sh- it's fucking stupid by now. <laughs> and they say, fire up the test thing, and they fire, go, yeah, it works, yeah, we can get out of here now, hooray! Plonk a bit of like a, a like a is, I don't know what is it supposed to be a bit of lava or is any drop of lava going yeah. right through his head yeah uh, and that's it he gets his and he, he falls into the lava dead. and he's gone yeah anyway uh, uh, did not see that coming no, did not see that I coming I thought he was going to be there to the end yeah I absolutely did I thought he was going to be there to the end and then he was going to fall out of a helicopter and break his neck or something <laughs> so he's got his um, Josh wakes up. And they say, oh, we've got good news and bad news. Oh, what's the good news then? Oh, well, we're, we're up and running again and we're on our way. Oh, cool beans. Cool. What, uh, what else? Oh, well, turns out... Um, Matey Jim Blake's yeah, dead. Yeah, JFK's dead. Um, oh, that's a shame. Uh, who's flying the ship, by the way? He just says um, out of nowhere for some reason. Oh, we've got it on autopilot. What? What? <laughs> I mean, they just didn't, they didn't, why we, oh, whatever. 
you know. Why do we have two pilots? Yeah, why have we got <laughs> six people on board? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're, they're doing that. Um, and then there's a bit where they're out of the back and we've got um, we've got Serge, we've got Zimski, no, we don't have Zimski, we've got Serge, Delroy Lindo and Josh. Mm-hmm. And they're all fiddling fucking about with the um, warhead counters or something. Meanwhile, Hilary Swank sees giant diamonds the size of Cape Cod, as they mm-hmm. put it, bouncing around like giant <laughs> pinballs. Yeah. And they're bouncing about, so they've got, instead of, again, instead of trying to navigate around them, they decide we've got to go through these tiny gaps that are yeah. bouncing around between them. Yeah. And they manage, they, they're getting knocked about a bit, and you know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, whilst, they're, whilst they're, they are getting hit a bit, knocked about, the, the kids in the back, they're just going, oh, oh, oh this is a, this, yeah, this is a bit of a rough ride. No, you do not have any concept where you are, how dangerous this is. What happens at literally the last moment, they think they're about to get out of the Diamond Valley, whatever you want to call it, and they get just caught, don't they, just by, it just happens to be on the last segment, yeah. just gets <laughs> nicked by some yeah. diamond, it cuts through the, yeah. the stuff. And then we get probably one of my favourite bits of the film. Um, and this is where they all have to pile out, and the, the last segment starts caving in. Yeah. And then Serge decides last minute he's got to go back and get the um, his, his book that's got all of the um, measurements in it. All the codes and the measurements. And his measurements for yeah. where we should put the bomb and all this sort of stuff. And what we get then is, a, is this scene where the door shuts and he's locked in and then Josh and Delroy Linda are outside and they're trying to get the door open. He's telling her, he's like, override the door, open the door, open the door. Yeah. So, and she doesn't, she doesn't want to do it because as Zimki rightly points out, yeah. you're going to jeopardise the whole ship. So yeah. you can't do that. So Josh is saying, come on. And what we get is this camera, <laughs> camera feed of Serge <laughs> in, in this compartment. And what it is, is he's in there and the, the walls are caving in, and he's like, oh, he's looking all confused about what's happening. <laughs> what, what we get is basically bits of cardboard and scenery yeah. being pushed in by what I can only see are, are grips out of shot. Pushing in as he's like, oh, no. and he's like, Sergi. And he's just, yeah, and it's just the cheapest looking thing. He's just a guy basically having bits of sheet metal and cardboard pushed into his face. And, and that's <laughs> and that's supposed to be him being crushed by a million tons of pressure. <laughs> not, he's not liquidised live on air. Like instantly. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bang, yeah. it's gone. But no, yeah. it's very slow. Like, yeah. like, just, yeah, very crap. But my father found it very hilarious. Yeah. And then we get the whole bit where Josh is upset at Hillary Swain. This is, my, this is my problem with this film. One of my problems with this film is they are doing something very dangerous from the beginning, yeah, mm. but there's no gravitas about any of it. No, if anything, it's all they're, they're, they're very light-hearted about it, and there's loads of joking and pissing around. Like on, on the way down, Stanley Tucci is recording his memoirs, isn't he? This yeah. is like an ongoing thing, and everyone's getting annoyed with him because he's he's being all po-faced into his yeah. thing. Um, and that and that's kind of the level it's at. Like these characters are like badgering each other, and yeah. You know, and, and Where, but it's all really light. Yeah. And even when people have died, they get over it. Quick. They get over yeah. it, and they just get on with it. Yeah. But it feels to me like that's that's totally at odds with the situation and what they're having to do. And that's why there's never any tension in the film. No. 
and it never feels like there is any real threat because even though people are dying, the tone is far too light. It feels a bit like Godzilla, where they're not really reacting to the situation that they're in. Yeah. At this point, we've lost Surge. We're very upset about that. Anyway, the next bit of plot that happens is they get to the actual core bit, and um, turns out it's actually thinner than they um, surmise. Yeah, it's not so, quite as viscous. And, and, yeah, so Henry Smith's like, oh, this is a good thing, and we can get to our destination a lot quicker. But then they're like, well, actually, if we just put it into the simulation computer, yeah. uh, turns out our bomb's not big enough. It's just going to peter out, and, and that's it. Which is yeah. still a BBC Micro Model B, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Simulation computer. Yeah. It looks like the simulation computer <clears throat> from The Thing. Yeah. You know, that's, it's really old-fashioned graphics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's all bullshit science, isn't it? This whole film is, that's my biggest problem. We'll get to that at the end. Um, so they got to the core. They found out that their bomb plan is no longer going to work. So Zimsky says... Well, I need to speak. He speaks to the general over the, the mic, which is an, again another bit of bullshit science. How the fuck are they even talking to the surface? <laughs> How the hell are they even managing to talk back to the surface of the planet? It doesn't make any sense at all, that part. Like, it could have been someone they brought in to do communications. Yeah. That would have made more sense to me than the DJ Schools character. Give Zimsky that task. You could have made yeah. a thing about how difficult is it, we can't do it, so we come up with a magic way of doing it. Yeah. You could, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've got... What you, you could? Yeah. You've got, you've got Keys is doing navigation. Delroy Lindo did most of the hard work with making the ship. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Serge who brought the weapons stuff side to it. But then you've got Zimsky who doesn't bring really anything to it. You could have had him just... But why does it work? It just does. Just yeah. does. Just does. Just does. Just does. Just does. Just works. Yeah. He then gets through to the general, a general from Bill and Ted, and says that um, Project Destiny is a go. And at which point they're like, Destiny? What's Destiny about? Mm. And so now we get the plan B. And it turns out through some, through some you know, with backstory that, that the reason why the core stopped in the first place is they used this underground missile system bullshit they made up. Is that right? Mm. I never really fully understood what the, Destiny was supposed to I, be. The idea was that they could fire some sort of pulse through the Earth's core to cause earthquakes at other points on the planet as a weapon. Right. And it's that that's stalled the spinning of the core. Right, okay. And they reckon they can use it again to start the planet again. Mm. And that's what they think. They think if we do this we can we can we can fix it. Well obviously Joshua and all that say, no, what you're going to do is you're going to end up spinning it off our axis and you'll have earthquakes in every nation and volcanoes will super erupt and blah, blah, bling, 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 and all that sort of stuff. So they say, well, we've got to still try. Zimsky loses his shit and they knock him out, I think, at this point. <laughs> and then they're trying to think of another idea of, of how to do it, even though technically at this point they've failed because there's nothing they can do. So, so now they come up with the idea to separate out the bombs... Uh, into if they don't nuke them all in the same place, but nuke them in different places around the core yeah. that started spinning again. Right. But the only yeah. way to do that, because the bombs would disintegrate on their own, is to put them in the separate compartments that yeah. we know can separate when the ship is damaged. Yeah. Oh, but hang on. We've not no. designed, we've only designed them no. to separate yeah. when if, they're damaged. If they're damaged. How do you yeah. separate them if they're not damaged? Well, what you do is you need the manual override. Well, where did you put that? Oh, yes. We put it down the corridor of deadly death. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so why? So I get the concept of you don't need to um, 
jettison bits of the ship that work. But if you even have a manual override at all yeah. for anything, <laughs> yeah. you need to put it somewhere you can get to it yeah. without <laughs> dying. That's just yeah. a fact. And when Dalroy Lindo says, and he's quite indignant about it, well, I didn't think I would need the manual override. Well, don't build one then. Yeah. But if you build one, yeah. build it where you can get to it, yeah. not halfway down the deadly corridor yeah. of deadly death. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he says something along the lines of, well, he had three months to design the damn thing. Right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, three months. that's still not, three months in here. You're not going down the road and your brakes fail and you think, oh, where's the handbrake? Uh, it's, yeah, it's actually under the back wheels. Let <laughs> 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 I me mean, just climb out of the car while it's doing so. Well, before they now. come up with their big plan of separating shit up, cutting the shit up and doing all that stuff. We get a quick bit where there's another disaster on, on planet Earth on oh, the surface. Yeah, no. yeah, it's the Golden Gate Bridge thing. So another oh, yeah, landmark. Taffy bridge. Yeah. But I thought that... Another I landmark. Mag- I thought Magneto had already knackered that. No, 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 no. That was like later in the 20s. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, yes, yeah, so we get another landmark gets hit. So like a hole in the ozone or something comes through and some microwaves just shoot straight through, fries the water, and then lands on the... goes across onto the bridge... And then it turns out that it will melt through solid steel and it will burst your tyres yeah. and all that. But if you're inside your car, you're, you're okay. all right. You're, you're all right. right. You'll get a bit of a sunburn on your arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So Golden Gate Bridge gets melted. Rat gets very upset about this, like he does about everything he sees. I live don't on remember that at all. Do you know? Really? No, I don't remember. I must have fell asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, there's the bombs bit. But there's also, they've got to stop Destiny, haven't they? So Rat decides to hack. Oh, has that happened before the bombs bit? Uh, yeah. Because oh, they go no. to fire Destiny, and then Rat's like, he starts getting all. This is where he gets really emotional and, and sweaty. Sweaty. These, these, sweaty guys, these guys are my friends. No, they're not. Yeah, I don't think you've been in a room with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They interrogate you. And when you were in a room with them, you were basically telling them how stupid they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you gave one of them three phone calls. But yeah, yeah. That's about it. I was like, how clever he was. Wasn't about him. So he does his, his sweaty hack a bit, and he hacks the hacks the power, so it goes to Coney Island or something cheap. <laughs> so Project Destiny doesn't manage to fire when so it gives them more time. And this is where they decide to break the shit up, yeah. So Delroy Lindo has to do that, his... that bit with the hacker took me right out of the film. It's like actually I, As it, compared to what I've seen in this film. No, yeah. but you know what I mean? Isn't the tension down there? Yeah. So to then bring us back out of that and then do stuff with him hacking again. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> totally yeah. not. So, again, just a total misstep. And it, yeah, you talk about why you people are reacting and stuff. So they're down there acting too glib, and he's up there acting too emotional. He gets, he's just, he's yeah, attached to people he doesn't over, barely yeah, know. It's all over the place. And he's yeah. sobbing and crying and snotty-nosed, and he's just like, <laughs> now, now, but now we've got my favourite funny death in the film. Even I thought this was funnier than, uh, than um, what's his name, being crushed. I really want Delroy Lindo. So this Lindo. is Delroy Lindo's Taffy Shoes yeah. walk of death. That's yeah. right. Because he's got to go down a corridor of much heat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he walks down, and he's and, and he's put this manual override. It's not like he's put it just on the side of the corridor. <laughs> he's put it down this thing. This uh, you've got to shove your hand down, and you move your hand round a little bit. It's like the Temple of Doom. It's And I also like this scientist who knows everything about heat and temperature. And that. He takes him with a fucking metal pickaxe, yeah, which yeah. he knows yeah. is going to melt in his hand. Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> like, why take that? Is he adding pain to your own hand? Like, why does he? Take that with him at all. It's just there to show us as an audience. Look, it's hot. Pretty warm. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how hot it and is. And his suit yeah. melts and his uh, face plate cracks. Yeah. 
crack and his light turns off and his and light and explodes yeah. And he gets down there and he turns the thing and then yeah. he just slumps on the floor. And he goes, we can save you now. And he's like, don't try to me. Oh, man, it was yeah. hilarious. Why not? Why not crawl back? Yeah. Oh, he managed to get that far. I know he's knackered, but... He could have done. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then they burn him up. <laughs> yeah. Like the is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then they toast him. Not before, though, that him and Zipski um, bury the hatchet. They they oh, they become man. best mates yeah, again, don't they? Of, yeah. yeah. I wish it had been our ship, but it wasn't. <laughs> so if now it had they... been our ship, I might have put the manual override somewhere else. <laughs> uh, That's what you should have said, dickhead. It would not have been that fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um Zimsky's also the one beforehand, isn't he? He also he's the one that works out how to He's the one that actually comes up with the plan, which is to separate it out and go travel around this the planet. Is, this is really important to point this out, isn't um, it? Because we need to know this, do we? Because now Zimsky gets his, doesn't he? He's now a good guy. Because right. what they do is they put, they, took, they put the bomb, they put one of each warhead in each of the compartments. Now, they separate. This them is up. the rolling. This is my funny rolling bomb scene. Isn't yeah. it? Is he is he the good guy, or does he just get stuck? No, he he's 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 on board from now, isn't he? He's helping. He's going right. I've got a plan, and yeah. this is how. And, and we they, and him and Josh are no, doing it. If he was bad, he would have just left. But he um, tried to help him. He tries him. to get the bomb off him, doesn't he? Yeah. And it's only because they get knocked again. That's but, you right. Know, he, does, he does try and help him. And I think at yeah. this point, he has... He's redeemed himself. He's redeemed himself. Yeah, I think that's the point. And I got, I, I got that. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was fine. Mm. I think that's the right. is a big rolling bomb, and it rolls on Josh. Josh, But then he rolls off him and rolls on to Stanley... And then, Zimsky. and then Josh leaves him. Yeah. <laughs> so Josh, yeah, is yeah. The shit. <laughs> Josh is the shit now. Yeah. Josh has learned nothing. And for some reason, yeah. they've got to do this precisely to the exact millisecond. Yeah, it's millisecond. Like you know, well, good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Um, so this is where Zimsky's got his, and he's you know he's he's faced facts. He's dead. Okay. So now we're left with Hilary Swank and Josh, which we all knew who were going to survive because let's face it, they're the two top billing. Actors, apart from Del Lindo as well, but he got his. They separate the ship up, but then they realise Zimsky has said that the last bomb has got to have something like thirty pounds more plutonium on it. Yeah. And he goes, "Where well, are we going to get plutonium from? Out down here." And then Zimsky suggests the um, fueling rods. Yeah, the fuel rods for the actual ship. Yeah. yeah. So he, Josh, um, gets his gloves, these heat gloves from his suit. And he tries to move, he takes the thing out, shuts the whole ship down. Here's Swink, Swink. Swank is now all no power, she's mm. out of power, okay. And he uses his gloves and he's burning his hands, and he, yeah. uh, which I actually I looked up. Apparently, those gloves can take up to four and a half thousand degrees um, temperature, right? Uh, these are there are real gloves that can do that, right? And reactor cores only do 2000 degrees temperature, so <laughs> again, it's just a bit of shit, yeah. Science. <laughs> Too much, no, it was in, it was, it was in the um, uh, goofs of the film, oh, right? Yeah, okay. that's yeah. a good, yeah, that's a good, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and whoever, he, whoever spotted that. Probably shouldn't have been watching no, it. No, probably, yeah. Um, and the reason why they probably found that goof is because this film is used by the University of Columbia as an, as, um, an example of, of how bad science is in films. Yeah. This is what they show students. This is not how you... you this is not science. Um, this is how bad science is represented in yeah. mass media. So maybe someone who is studying this film 
to argue what was wrong with it, found that out. Because there is one line um, that I think Zimski says in the uh, earlier on in the film, and he says that's what science is, his best guess. That's just before he goes on about the cheese bit. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the cook made a cheese. Yeah, <laughs> what what science is his best guess? No. It's not. It's based on evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that this film has lived on. Though it was an example of how not to do something. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah. But then we mentioned Armageddon, didn't we? And I thought apparently the same thing happens with that, don't it? There are there are courses about how wrong Armageddon is mm. in just about everything it does. Yeah. Oh mm. yeah, that's that's Hollywood, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just takes a premise and rolls with it and tries mm. how wrong it is. Um, and at this point, Josh comes stumbling in with his burnt hands, um, and he's and they basically say, "Right, we're out of power." We're dead now. We're dead now. We saved dead. the world, hopefully. We're yeah. dead. Oh, yeah. Well, we will never know, but we just got to cross our fingers and hope it's going to happen. Yeah. And then he sees the stupid, shitty diagram of the of a particle of this unobtainium that the ship was made out of, and he suddenly yeah. has a brainwave because he's suddenly, the uber scientist. Yeah, he? he suddenly realizes that. Convenient. And their solution is to get cables of wire yeah. and solder it to the side of the ship. Yeah, that's his. That's it. That's how. Because not only does convenientanium. Um, withstanding massive heat and pressure but also when it's under extreme heat and pressure it generates electricity and I also want to I would really, <laughs> yeah. I would really love to have the, the um, know-how to be able to look into the theory they're just strapping some extra plutonium <laughs> to the side of a nuclear bomb Takes is actually going to make the explosion bigger yeah. I'm not sure how how that if that's actually what would happen it's like strapping bangers to a bomb yeah. and expecting it to make it a bit louder it's just like you know <laughs> that's the sort of Logic you're yeah. working with here. So they basically get the soldering iron out. Why well, they got one? They solder their wires of the ship's computers to the side of the ship, and then it makes it all work again. Look. Oh, wow. So they ride the they ride the waves of the explosion, don't they? Um, um, they use that as a means of. But but for about fifty hours. But this yeah. is one of my this is one of my f- f- most frustrating bits of the film for me. Because they've spent a long time in the film establishing how they're going to get there by using this big drill science that they've got, you know, right? Yeah. But they don't use it on the way back. They go, oh, they just, instead of saying that the unobtainium is powering the laser, they just say, they, can't, they go, no, what we'll do is we'll follow caves that conveniently go all the way back to where the <laughs> ships are yeah. that are waiting for us. <laughs> I mean, it's just... And then it suddenly goes, and they're going at, like, the fucking clappers yeah and then it goes it cuts to them going like the clappers again and the caption comes up 37 hours later or yeah, something yeah. and it's like what? and I said to Scott when we watched this I said she must be, she, why is she not looking physically yeah. and mentally exhausted yeah. she's literally piloted this thing through gaps in the earth crust for, for 37 hours and a half. non-stop <laughs> yeah and, they, and she's not hit one dead end or clipped uh, or hit <laughs> Rock or you know, I'm sorry. And she's lucky because it, it's the only compartment they've got left. That is true. They that would is have been true. Yeah. Trouble, wouldn't they? Um, and whilst the explosions going off, um, the and the Earth is uh, uh, the, um, uh, DJ Quiles goes. The Earth is healing itself <laughs> when they get earthquakes <laughs> everywhere, which is just. Oh, <laughs> it's just uh, God. He, for me, he's the worst character in the film. Agreed. Um, they managed to reach this Earth surface. The ship, the, 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 the navigation bit. They land on the seabed, and they but they run out of power because there's no heat. No down heat here. It's pressure cold down there, and yeah. not much pressure either. Yeah. Um, so they're just sitting. They go, "Well, we're going to run out of air soon." So now we're out of. Oh, now we're out of. You know, we've got no air. We've got no power. We've got no navigation it's or communication. It's a shame they didn't spend the 37 hours they had travelling. Yeah. Up 
that Josh didn't spend some of that time thinking about what they were going to do when they got yeah. there. Or, or surely the, using the power to communicate to Houston saying, we're on our way back, we're probably going to run out of power in a minute because we're going to reach the ocean where it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, if they could radio and, and to we're them gonna from be, the Earth's core, and, they could radio to them on the way back. Yeah, and yeah. we're going to be roughly here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do look, please do look for yeah, us. No, but what he does is he takes all of the, all of the, all of these think factors going against him, and he has another one of his brainwaves. Goes, I got an idea. Anyway, meanwhile, back up on the ship. Why, by the way, when they're doing their search of the ocean on the ships, why is why he is wrapped with them? Yeah. Why, why is I've Rat with them? No idea. Why is the hacker with the general? Yeah. I, 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 there's no reason for him to be there at all. Best friends now. Um, but this is my this is my mo- this moment in the film is my most annoying moment in the film. I think it's the funniest bit where Rat is is sulking and he's in tears about his lost friends. I mean, he was so close to them, bless yeah. him, to have, to have them die at the last hurdle. Yeah. Oh, and then he stops and he has a brainwave. Wait. The whales. The whales! It was the whales! And he runs down the aircraft, <laughs> waving his hands in the air, shouting, It's the whales! Seriously. Seriously. Oh my god! Like this film! Yeah, I wanted to kill it by this point. I know nothing about whales or their behaviour. I'm a computer yeah. expert. I'm sorry, but whales might point the way to whales. Uh, and, and then they find them and they're, they're, they're sorted. And it turns yeah. out when they're being picked up, Hilary Swank turns to Josh and says, So when I get out of here, the first thing I'm going to get is a shower. And he says, oh, first thing for me is a, a, a pizza and a shower. And she goes, so what's next for you then? And, he, and she says, oh, probably more missions for NASA or whatever, you know. He goes, what are you going to do? Oh, probably, you know, go back to uh, go back to the university I work at. She goes, well, we could use more people in NASA. He goes, nah, well, my students need me. Your students didn't give a fuck, mate. Your students <laughs> didn't want to learn about anything. And NASA are going to give you a job on a plate. They'll probably offer you millions. <laughs> And you're turning it down because there's some apathetic students who couldn't give a toss? And what about this woman that he's just been through life and death situations with? Yeah. She's clearly saying, I'm going to go work for NASA, come and work for NASA. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's something there between, no, no, no I'm also no. rebuffing you, love. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, that's the one, probably the one sort of um, path well trodden. They don't go down in this film, they don't end up. Yeah, together. but there's no room for that. No, all the fucking guff that's happening around it. There's not room for a fucking love story. Yeah, but all it has to be is a sort of shared kiss at the end or something. It's all yeah. you need. And I thank Christ they didn't do it. I'm not saying they should have done. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, but that's the end of but the film. But then don't bring it up at all. Yeah. Or don't suggest that one of them is interested and the other one isn't. Yeah. Because it just kind of makes him look like a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the end of the film. Uh, and the, the, the other thing is, or though, dense. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, it's a, it's a real shame though that these um, these heroes have done all this because the world's not going to know, are they? No, no one's going to find out exactly because you know, rat, yeah. you know, he's covered it all up. And yeah, it's a cover up. They'll, they'll never know what went wrong. So, but it does. 
Because shut the front door. <laughs> Shit the bed. Because rat, the Uber hacker goes into a goes. Oh no! I know. He goes into a cyber cafe. As if an Uber hacker goes to a cyber cafe, he then takes over all the computers in there using the most unanonymous software ever called Rat Network. Yeah. Uh, hacks everyone's computers there, and then his kung fu kung fu CD. And um, and then uploads a document, a word document called <laughs> Unsung Heroes. Yeah. And then you get a montage of news networks going, it turns out the world owes their thanks to six people, four of which are dead, blah, 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 blah. These are the people. And it's just, and then you, and then Rat ends the, the film with, um, what was it? Um, oh God, what does he say? Earth meet world, world meet earth or something. What's he say at the end? Is that his sign off at the end of the film? I don't yeah, know. He says, how it work. The film ends, he says, world, Meet Destiny, whatever. Oh, that's it. Uh, world right. meet Destiny. Destiny meet world. Yeah. And then you get you get like a big panning um, well, shot, don't you, from space of the Earth. And then, and then it goes to the get cheesy rock, yeah. And Which then it explodes. Yeah. And then someone holds a can of fucking deodorant next to So that's the core. No. Um, but there are many problems with this. And the, the biggest one, obviously, is the science behind it all. Yeah. Um, for me, I think, is... is yeah. <laughs> to a layman, it doesn't make sense. No, does it? no. It's not like the science. It's not like I don't need science in my movies. No. Yeah. I need something that somebody with my level of intelligence can just accept as real. Yeah. yeah. You know this whole suspension of disbelief thing, isn't it? There's yeah. no attempt there. There's so many things needed to make this scenario happen, and I think you can accept one of them. I can accept a. A laser beam that displaces Earth. Maybe I can accept a bullshit made of metal that does. But it's kind of like, and almost to the point of, don't mention it at all. Yeah. You know, don't don't talk about it at all. Yeah. If you haven't got a solution for it that makes sense, don't bring it up as a problem. I might, I might not even think about it. I might not think about the heat generated by. Yeah. It's a confluence of perfect bullshit. And I say any one thing you probably forgive, but the fact they've got a solution for all of it, they tell you what the problems are, they're insurmountable, but what if we could? That line probably would have been good enough, wouldn't it? See, yeah, Stanley yeah. Tucci, what if we could? And they've you know, <laughs> got the shit. Oh, it's done, oh, it's done already. Yeah. And so, so the mad science, um, the kind of um, strange lack of um, urgency and threat yeah. is the other thing. Mm. So the world is a, is a, imperiled, but everybody acts like they're on a Sunday trip for fun. Yeah, that's one of the conceits. And there's a lot of hammy acting in it. Yeah, that comes from having I think an ensemble cast of good actors, but they all want to be good. Act- they all want to do their thing. Yeah. So Delroy Lindo is doing his thing, which is completely different to Stanley Tucci's thing, which he's doing, which is completely different to. Bruce Greenwood's thing and Henry Swank's thing and it's kind of they're all yeah kind of all on top of each other uh, jostling for lines and gags and position and <laughs> yeah you know and you wouldn't yeah. almost it's like you wouldn't have that in a film with one lead you know, yeah if you wouldn't have that in a film with a big star and loads of other people it'd be there'd be a hierarchy to it yeah because you've got an ensemble cast in a way it's good in, in another way it'd take up far too much screen time I think mm. joking around yeah. Doing their shtick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's annoying shtick. <laughs> the thing is, and it's really strange, because now I've seen this film three times. Now, I, I hadn't watched it until, um, until no, well, I think you one day insisted I sat and watched it, I think. 
um, before we even started doing this. Oh, really? You, you made me watch the crawl. You've never seen it before? No. Um, just not until you told me to. So I think you came around, you made me watch the crawl one day. And, um, it, it, yeah, oh, so we did what have a good, good friend laugh. I am. Yeah, we, we, did, we, did, <laughs> we did have a good laugh with it. It was, it was funny. And then I never really thought any more about it until you said we should do it for the podcast. So I watched it again with you. Right. And then I watched it again when I was when I was prepping to do yeah. this. And I literally can't remember a damn thing about it. Yeah. Even now. We've just I finished. It's boring. <laughs> really, I think it's when you watch it well, I think when you watch when it, when you watch it, it I wouldn't watch it on my own. When you're watching it, it's entertaining. So who I'm not so sure. I don't I first of all, I think the setup's good. I think once they get down, get into the machine and head down... It definitely loses interest it, there. It, it starts to get... It's just a, when are they going to bump each other off? It starts to get dull. Mm. Yeah. And, and a lot of the threats are the same sort of threats in the same sort of locations, and they get a bit repetitive, I think, and it just becomes a question of in which way is the next person going to die. Yeah. And like it doesn't really have a three-act structure. Or maybe it does, but it has a really long third act. I don't know what it is. You know, it's like oh, yeah, no, you set, mean. there's a setup. So there should be a setup, the the start of the mission, and then something happening that kicks it into overdrive for mm. the last third. I'm not even sure it has that well, supposed, structure. In 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 that, I think it's supposed to be the end of the second act is where they realise the mission's a failure, when when the the when core they is get too to thin. The core. Yeah, and then they've got to out. They've got a race against destiny, haven't they, to get it do yeah. their thing? But, but, like but that didn't feel. That didn't work. There wasn't a the definitive point where. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. weak. Definitely a weak last act. Mm. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But um, but overall, the film is is awful. It is awful. The, the awful. effect the effects are terrible. Yeah. The whole premise is terrible. It you know badly written, badly justified for why half this stuff happens in it. Um, and the set is laughable in terms of the, 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 the ship design in particular I think is terrible the ship looks terrible the effects are awful yeah um, but you... again like I said I do find it I do find it a good fun a good, there's a lot to be a lot of jokes to be had at the expense of the film mm. and I think the, the actors are mostly working against each other yeah I think instead of with each other mm. yeah probably yeah yeah I'd agree with that I literally feel like Delroy Lindo had wandered him from another movie <laughs> entirely um <laughs> Don't know, he was like operating on another level, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun, but unlike you guys, I watched this on my own and I found it a bit of a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I would put it in a clay bag, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I would. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm going to go fun. with you guys because you right. watched it together, so you probably had the right experience. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of riffing to be had. pretty borderline. But you know, I was yeah. I was not sitting on my own riffing to myself, let me put it that way. No. <laughs> you should do. Right, so that was the core. Mm. Um, but we're going to be coming back next time. So I'm really excited by our choice next time. Oh, yeah. um, so, so I originally had picked a different film, but um, I had the distinct pleasure of watching this recently, this movie, and decided that we really had to do it. So we don't usually return to things so quickly, um, but this time we're going to. Uh, we watched Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, so are, you, are you missing the subtitle? Rise that? of Electro. Yeah. Oh, is it called Rise yeah. of Electro? Is it? Yeah, in the UK, the subtitle of it is literally written in the tiniest font in the world. Right. <laughs> so apparently, we uh, we watch Rise of Electro. So and so we thought we had to clank bag it. Yeah. We just had to yeah. because I don't know if you remember our rants about the first film, 
this is on a whole other level mm. of bad. It was almost like an emergency summit meeting where we changed things around <laughs> to fit <laughs> this in. We changed yeah. things around to fit this in. Mm. So we are uh, we're going to go away, and then we're going to come back uh, sometime in the future and do Amazing Spider-Man Two. Join us, please, if you will. And watch the film beforehand. Yeah. Because we will be dropping bombs. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, there'll be a lot of spoilers. Yeah. We're going to spoil the shit out of what 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 passes for a plot. And make okay. sure you follow us on Facebook. Like us. Um, like I said, Twitter, we don't do it. Facebook, yeah. Emails. Um, the net. We've got too much to yeah. say to fit it in a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I've been Nud. I'm Scott. Jake P. Catch See you next time, gang. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.